welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever here on the Sideshow Network. Uh, this is the podcast where we read crappy comics in our comic book collection and tell you all about them. Uh, I'm Jen. I'm Sean. And uh, we have two more crappy, shit-tacular selections for you today. Yeah, we do. We're, we're, uh, we're going into the 70s. Oh, shit. To, to start. Oh, shit. We're starting it off. On. It is on. We are going to the hippy-dippy world of Steve Ditko. <laughs> the great Steve Ditko. Yep. And uh, we are doing Shade the Changing Man, Volume 1, Number 3. From uh, November, I'm sorry, October, November, 1977. Meh. 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 You're going to have to explain a little bit to me about uh, Shade, the Changing Man. Okay. Because I am not familiar with him at all. Okay, well, there's really not much, uh, I mean, because he didn't, okay, so this, this is only the third issue of his existence. Right. But basically all you need to know is that, so he exists on a world called Meta. Uh Uh-huh. Which is Got that. it's a world. It's a world where basically there's humans, but there's also like you know, it's, it's all basically seventies like Logan's Run kind of weirdness. Yeah, and um, he's like some sort of secret. He's some sort of like government operative who gets framed, right, for treason and for trying to cripple somebody, cripple uh, the, some girl's parents. And his fiance's parents. Right. And he finds a way to, he finds this, he has this, uh, I think he steals this vest called yes. the M vest, which is the, you know, the thing that, the outfit that you see him in. And basically the M vest is something that allows him to have, uh, like a, create a force field. It allows him to fly. Mm-hmm. It also allows him to project his, uh, weird face as you can see on the cover. Yeah, that was what I was confused about. I didn't understand the weird face part. It doesn't. It, it never made a lot of sense to me, and it still doesn't. Yeah, I'm still. I'm really confused because I was like, "Wait, what's going on?" It's kind of like a an extension of his aura, sort of, or like right. an energy field, but maybe. Well, that's basically what it is. I mean, and he's got these giant. You know, like he basically, you know, he's got his hands that can look like they're growing to be bigger than they are. Because they're, you know, they're covered by this force field. Like energy thing. Energy force field. And he can, you know, create, like, you know, distorted images of himself to freak people out. Okay. You know? Sure. That's kind of what it, that's kind of basically what he's, uh, what he's up to. Okay. In the, at this point. And so he's, uh, so I guess, like, there's this thing where they could travel between Meta and Earth. Yes. Because they go through some sort of, like, phantom zone evil it's, zone. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a boom tube, but not. Yeah, it's like a boom tube kind of thing, and he yeah. finds his way back, and he goes back and forth, and he escapes to Earth, and, you know, he's investigating something, and then basically at the start of this book, you know, he's on Earth being, you know, about to be killed. So, okay. let's get into it. Sure. So, Shade the Changing Man, escape into the trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. So he goes on Earth, he's on Earth, uh, Shade's on Earth, and she is uh, being attacked by this girl, Melu. Yeah, and that's his fiance. It's his fiance, but... She's attacking him with a flashlight. Or it looks like a CD player. Sure. Or a strudel. 
Mmm, delicious. Delicious strudel. That just shines light. It's shining some sort of heat light on him, and it's basically like... And he's like melting. He's, well, because it's like, because it's negating his force field, it's helping him, uh, you know, it's, it's, help, it's you yeah, know, he, providing her. And she's pulling some wicked Witch of the West and the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Melting! Bullshit. And she's just like really mad. She's really mad because it says her parents that were uh, crippled. Yes, they were hurt sort of... by a bomb that everybody says he set off. Right, because her parents are like some sort of like government operatives. There's a bunch of this bullshit going on. Yeah, it's just... I will admit this, I mean, because I, I, you know, it's what I'll normally do, like, if I'm not as familiar, if I'm just trying to catch up, because, you know, it's been a while since I've read this book, I'll go back and I'll read... Yeah. You know, like the DC wiki or just Wikipedia. Right. To see what the hell it's about. Well, it doesn't really matter. I was just was looking at the Wikipedia. It doesn't really meh. Well, basically, I mean, it, may, it makes sense, sure. but at the same time, it doesn't. Because, like, yeah. there's a lot of, like, weird people, you know, weird things going on in this world. And a lot of, like, twists and espionage and turns, you know, that you don't really quite grasp if you're not, you know, heavily invested in drugs. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I should be full of LSD and enjoying this. Yeah, that's one of those. <laughs> but um, yeah. So so she's trying to fry him. He's you know because he's on Earth and she's trying to fry him and she's thinking back. It's like I still remember what we met. You know, basically she's uh, yeah. Then we got like a flashback. We got like this giant flashback. Huge it's like, flashback, like two pages long. No, three. No. Three page long flashback. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like three pages long, and like because of literally, it's like everything they did. It's like we went on a date, right? And then we went to the store, yeah. And then we had some salad, mm, and then we that salad was great, and, and that salad was great. Here, look at us washing the dishes. It's like all right, enough. Because I guess so. What it was happening is she decided she wanted to become like a bodyguard for her parents, right? So in shades, like I'll teach you, and so he does. And then she, like, stops an attack on her dad's life or something. Yeah, because she's... By becoming, like, a giant arm with just a head on it. Like, (laughs) so this is what I don't know. She becomes a clip show with just a head and an arm. Yeah, so is this... This is one panel. So does she split herself into two and then also have, like, a head arm? No, it's just just the way this is drawn. Oh. Because there's a head... The head arm is, like, her energy... Well, this is what I'm confused. Well, this is the... No. This is okay. But she can do what he can. No, she can't. What the hell? Why does her face have to move? Because it's just the way it's drawn. She's okay. So listen. Okay. So so she is. Why can't expressions make noises? She's making. I I missed the expression. What was the expression? Oh, okay. So basically, you know, we go through because it's again, this is like literally everything they've ever done as a couple. Where he's teaching her stuff, and you know he's kind of beating her up, you know, and he's like, "Oh no, we got to make it as hard as possible." Right. And she, her face is shaded a lot. That's just why her face is blue. But no, but like like that, her face is actually blue because it's in the because because we're because this is happening in the a back alley, right? Well, because that all right. So here's all the, the lesson that we can learn from DC Comics. If you have parents, never walk through an alley with them. Okay, yeah, exactly. Even if you're not on Earth, any planet. <laughs> Your parents will get fucked up if you walk with them through an alleyway. Don't ever go I in mean, an alley. Yeah, just don't do it. If you want your parents to live. If your parents will go alone. Now, if you don't want your parents to live, walk them down an alleyway. 
your parents could go alone by themselves, or sure. you could go by yourselves. I think yeah, that yeah. that would have been different if if Bruce Wayne had walked down the alleyway first, and it was like, "It's okay, mom, yeah, dad. If you you won't get totally stabbed and robbed." Exactly. He should have gone first, and then they should like, and he should just waited on the other side. Or they should have went first, and then just let him walk his own. Yeah, and everything would have been okay. The fact that they were together is what brought the violence. Yes. I think that's what's what DC Comics Joe Chill is like, family kill. Yeah. That that's the only way that people can kill you in an alleyway is if you're there with a family. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> so clearly she's you know, so she's following her, her she's walking with her dad. In an alleyway. In an alleyway and turns out like she's because there's some because her parents are like some sort of government folks. So there a bunch of people come to attack them. It looks like Shade shows up to help her. Yeah. And we're kind of just getting, like, you know, random. This is, this is not her. Okay. It is her, but it's just a way that's drawn where she can, you can see that she's, you know, in action. She's punching some guy mm. in the face. I here. like the idea that she just becomes an arm with just a head attack. Yeah, she's not using a vest. She's not using his vest. She oh, doesn't, and Shade doesn't have these powers yet. I see. I really just like the idea that, like, her training consisted of, like, Compacting her body into changing it into, into only being a head. disembodied and head, an head and half but a like, clavicle. Not, yeah, but not even like you're, she doesn't even have a neck. It's just like her her head is just stuck to a shoulder. That would actually punches. just that, 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 that shit. that's a better fucking comic book. Than this <laughs> the head and shoulder woman, mm-hmm. head and one shoulder, and she's just like a, a an arm that like flies through the air and punches. With, like, a head on it. So, she falls for Shade. They're yeah. getting married. Uh, Shade, somebody... Which, Shade's creepy looking as shit in these panels, because he's like, I don't know. He's like, Argh. I don't know, there's just something that's like... Well, it's the way Ditko draws him. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's... It's just very, uh... Yeah, he's got, like, a square head. He has a like, very distinct style, and everybody's really, kind of very square. Yeah, and, with, like, really, really thick eyebrows. He's got, oh, like, yeah, he loves his eyebrows. Got, got kind of, like, a chin going on. Yeah, everybody's got a lot of eyebrows, a lot, a lot of, of chins. shading, a lot of, a lot of lines. Yeah. A lot of mm, random lines. Yeah. But, um... He kind of looks like he has, like, um... Do you remember Eddie Munster? He has, like, Eddie Munster hair. Oh, yeah, he's Butch Patrick, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um... So, so they're like, we're going to get married, and everybody's like, that's awesome, oh my god, that's so great. And then something happens where... So Shade, somebody in Shade's, you know, Shade's, Shade's like this, whatever, so he... Yeah, he like works for the government too, right? He works for the government too, everybody's working, and they're like, hey, there's a, a treason plot that's going to take over the planet, and he assigns him to Figure work it out. with... To work with people, and his girl, wife, or this girl, Mello, finds him lurking outside of the house, her house, and for whatever reason, her house explodes. Yeah, there's like a bomb thing, and like, she think and her parents are injured uh, because they walked down an alleyway with her earlier. Yeah. Uh, and so she... So she blames him. She blames him because she found him lurking outside, so she thinks he set the bomb. Yeah. Having no trust at all in him, you know, which right. kinda, it's kind of like, it's like, oh man, I love you, and then she's like... It's kind of weird, because she's just like, hey, you're standing outside my house. Like, he could be there for a number of reasons. Like, he could be coming to see her. Yeah. You know, because obviously they're engaged, they're going to get married, but like, the minute this bomb goes off, she instantly blames him. Yeah, so she usually blames him, and then he gets... And then he gets arrested. So he gets arrested, and then the father kind of comes to, you know, 
his his defense. Defense. He's like, yeah, he was gonna tell me about this treason plot, and whoever is like his superior was like, um, he's oh. like, no, that was wrong. No, I never did it. And his wife's like, you know, his, his fiance is like, yeah, he sucks. And then he gets sentenced to shake sentenced to death. Right. But you know, and this is and they basically here and we this are. This is two and a half pages uh, of describing this backstory. Right. So anyway, so and if this is only the third issue, then this probably just happened in the last two issues. Yeah. Okay. No, we got two and a half pages. Well, I mean, there's this thing, dog. You just, you're not if you're not reading this regularly, you pick this up at the third issue, and you're like, oh, "What the I fuck know. is going I, on? I why is his face getting big? <laughs> you know, why is all this stuff?" So yeah. So anyway, so basically, uh, he disarms this girl while he's fighting her. Yeah, he throws a rock at her. You know, and it disarms her. And, and he's like, he, I'm so sorry. I don't want to hurt you. And she's like, I hate you. You crippled my parents. Yeah. And so he punches her in the face. Punches her in the face with his big hand. And so she's unconscious. He's unconscious. And then I guess there's a bunch of uh, security detail that are trying to go into Earth. You know, between the what's called the Zero Zone, which is, you know, what separates Meta and Earth. Yeah. And they're going through, and apparently they run into some flesh-eating monsters. Yeah, that live there. That live there. Yeah. And uh, he jumps back through to get back to Meta, and he runs into this altercation, and manages to uh, just you know help, kind of help defeat them. Yeah. These, these monsters, and. Right. And then he goes back to Meta. So he goes back to Meta. And then we go to a ball guy. <laughs> so I look at this. So, so basically there's this um, red it's Pac-Man a, looking guy. He's kind of like, he, he kind of looks like a gumball with arms. Yeah, Pac-Man. No, just a gumball. Oh, um, um, um. Not even Pac-Man, just a regular old gumball. Gumball man. Some gumball man with with eyes and a big mouth, and he's like, his name is Sude? Yeah. Sude? So it's I like Suede, but without the E. I kept wanting to call him Suede the entire time, and I'm like, no, it's Why not just call him Suede? Why not just call him something else? Suede like, would work, it would make more sense, but Sude or Sude? Sude. 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 Bali. Sud. Suddy. Bali. Suddy. Suddy. Sure, Suddy. Anyways, yeah. Ball dude. <laughs> Excuse me, ball dude. Yeah. So apparently, ball dude is. <laughs> That's how we're gonna call him now. Ball dude is. Ball uh, dude. He's like a czar. Oh, he has a nose too. Look at his little nose. He has a little nose. I know. It's cute. He has a little snout. <laughs> a little, little, little. Uh, a snout. A little ball snout. Oh wait. Oh wait. Is that a person inside or is that his nose? I thought it was his nose. Does it look like a person inside controlling that? Or does... That could be. could be, but it kind of just looks like his nose. I'm so confused. It's best not to ask. I need answers. And Steve Ditko is hiding, so I can't ask him. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's talking the... I think it's uh, the Captain Majan, who is the... uh, um, I think he's one of the... He's like Slade. He was Shade's superior officer. Yeah, basically one of the guys that sold him out. Yeah. And he, um, he's like, look, you gotta kind of help me out here, you know, because Shade's out there on the loose and he's gonna ruin everything. So you know, you have to like um, bounce on him. Bounce, yeah, <laughs> bounce. Somebody throw me at him. <laughs> uh, 
You will... Okay, well, whatever. So she's back. So anyway, so the girl comes back. Melu comes back. And they're like, you, you fucked up. Yeah. Um, so we're going to, like... You, you should, like, retire. Because you suck. That's basically what had they tell her. Yeah. It's like, you like, suck because oh, you because you love, shade, you love Shade. And she's like, no, I don't love Shade. I didn't mean to do it. And then there's this other doctor that's, like, checking out these screaming men. Are those the same screaming men that Shade just saved? Or no. Or these different No, apparently men? there's, like, another place where you could throw people. It's like a phantom zone that incurs madness. Okay. Right? And apparently these guys were in there in the area of madness, and they're just kind of screaming. And this doctor's like, hmm, why are they screaming? You know, and so then they bring in those guys that were, um, that Shade saved, and they're like, hey, Shade saved us. They're like, no, you're not, you're delirious. Uh, put them away. Right. And don't let anybody visit them because we're... No one talk to them. No one talk to them because we're, we're crooked. Yeah. And fuck Shade. Yeah, fuck Shade. Everybody on the planet basically is out to get this guy. Basically. Yeah. So Shade's, uh... I don't know, he's stomping around. Yeah, he's futzing around here. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot. There's, there's a, lot, a lot of, like, talking. There's a lot of talking, a lot of guys with mustaches. There's a guy, who's this guy with his mustache? Oh. Was this Captain was Jean? No, it's no. not. No, it can't be. This is, like, uh, who's this, Colonel Kloss? <laughs> Cross. Yes. Colonel Cross. Well, I actually just noticed, I forgot to say something here, so I like how they say that instead of, um... Being uh, uh, murdered, mm-hmm. they call it. They say they negate him. He's been negated. 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 It's a murder death kill uh, for Demolition Man fans. Murder um, death kill. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um. Let's see. What else? I don't know. So be like, I was just talking to this guy who apparently is like one of the only people who believes him. Right. And as that's going on, his fiance is like hanging out with her parents, and her parents are like, I don't know how we all could have been so wrong about him. They're kind of. They're actually. Body was great. I'll be honest, too. They're very optimistic for being crippled old people. Well, you know, I think they're just like, you know, it's all right. What are we gonna do? We gotta keep living our lives. Because they can still apparently sad. work, and they're all. And there's a lot of. You know, another thing too is I've been reading <sighs> comic books like this uh-huh. back from like this time or whatever. It's the seventies. Every sentence ends in an exclamation, exclamation point. Yeah, it really does. Like, it's really... People were really excited back then. Like, they're like, they're excited about everything. Like, everything! You know, so, I, you know, it's basically, she's talking to parents. I've been participating in my governmental activities via TV hookup! And I've been reading first-hand reports of our agents from my, on my Earth-related research. We're glad, she, we, we're both glad you didn't kill Shade Mellow, it's, even though it's hurt your career! I tried to kill him. I still want to. I just don't understand how we've been so wrong about him. Yeah, there's that's, there's a lot of shouting. That's two panels. They can't just be like, you don't have to. Sh- Why are they shouting? I don't know. Why am I shouting? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So she's like, no, I still want to kill him. And she's like, you know, you can't just turn love off. You must be like, it must be hard for you to deal with this. And I feel like her parents kind of don't think he should be killed. No, they don't because they don't really. I think they f- sort of feel that he isn't, they, even though it's proven that he's responsible, or they, you know, it's been told that he's responsible. They, maybe they don't really think he is, right? And I think that they think that their daughter's kind of going a little nuts. Yeah, she's because she's just like, I have to kill him now. But her parents are still alive, and they seem seemingly upbeat. That's and what I said. Happy. I was like, 
so I'm not exactly sure why she's like vengeance. Like you're like, well, calm down. They'd be like, they'd be like Bruce. It'd be like it's like be like a Bruce Wayne if like Martha, if if uh, you know Martha and Thomas were just like, oh, we stubbed her toe, uh, running away from the thing, and he's like vengeance, bat kill. Well, that's what happened in like uh, remember that. Superman, Batman one, where there's, like, all those other universes that come together. Right, and the little kids. The chibi universe. Yeah. And then he's like, well, my parents got pushed, and I'm doing this so my parents will never get pushed again, and no one's parents will ever get pushed. And then he looks at him and goes, what happened to your parents? And Bat- Big Batman's just like, uh... Nothing. That's one where Superman got <laughs> sent to another planet because there wasn't as much sunshine on his planet, so they sent him to Earth. Yeah, it wasn't that Krypton blew up. It yeah. was because they, they needed more sun. It was too much more sun because the rain it was too rainy on his own planet. <laughs> that's that's kind of it's kind of actually it's it's kind of what's going on here. She's just like I'm so upset that my parents are still alive. Maybe that was the thing. Maybe that's why she's mad. She wanted them to be dead so she could get their money. Oh. I mean, I'm assuming that inheritance works the same way on this planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parents, <laughs> they give you a big box of cash. Well, she seems like, uh, yeah, so maybe she's upset because they're still alive, and that's why she wants to kill Shade, because he botched her plan. Yeah, maybe. So anyway, so Shade's flopping around in Meta, which basically just looks like this, uh, looks like the planet itself just looks like the Jetsons, but like on really gnarly trees and yeah. stuff. Things. Yeah. So all the buildings are raised up. And so he's he's like, oh, I have to go. I'm going to go find uh, my old Majan or whatever. Majan. So I'm going to wear this weird helmet, and everybody's going to think I'm just on patrol. Even though he's wearing a, a vest that he stole, and everybody should probably recognize that yeah. vest as being something and then that Baldu they should, he shouldn't have. Is like, no, hey, cloak, go find shade. Go and, find shade and cloak. And, no, and he wants him to kill Majan, Majan too. Yes. So he basically sends this cloak. This guy's in cloak, and basically he can make himself invisible. But he, I don't know if this is his suit or what, he is just like a bunch of fucking ovals stuck together. He's literally, yeah, it's literally just a bunch of like... Like, if you were going to make, like, this guy would be the easiest guy to make out of, like, construction paper. You know oh, how, yeah. like, when you were a kid, they're like, here, make a skeleton using construction paper and these brads? Yeah. That's what he looks like. Yeah, you can pretty much make him like this. Yeah, and you're just like, put holes in him and just like stick him together because his joints move. Isn't it creepy? And that's, that's what he looks like. Yeah, and now Melu's also thinking like, well, maybe there's some reason why Shade went to the Earth. Yeah. Because he was well, trying... he said to... something to her. Because she's, she's mentioned the name Kempo. Yeah. But I guess Kem- Kempo is an alias for somebody that was... Well, she deduces, because she's yeah. like, he says the, the name Kempo like I'm supposed to know it, and I don't. And she's like, but wait, maybe I know the person, I just don't know what, who, what the alias is. Yeah. So I'm going to go, like, to his Shade's files and, like, look through and see if I can find a mention of this Kempo person. Right. Which I'm assuming is just another, like, one of the Marx brothers. Kempo Marx. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, no, I found Chico Marx. <laughs> it's Kempo Marx. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he, Kempo Marx. <laughs> Anyways, um, so. What was, I'm trying to remember all their names. Wasn't there like a schlep? That's, that's Three Stooges. That's Shemp. No, wait, there was a bunch of Marx brothers. There's Mark, name. there's, there, there's Groucho, there's. Groucho. Beppo? Yeah, see? That's what I mean. Book to Beppo? <laughs> Kemp. Come I on. should know this because Gilbert I Gottfried's podcast that I edit constantly <laughs> talks about these sort of things, and I don't know them. I should. If, if Gilbert was here, he would uh, 
He'd know. He would know. Frank Fresano Padre would know. Harpo Marx. Harpo. Yeah, see, I'm not wrong. She I, I Harpo, think... Groucho, Zeppo, Gumo, or Gummo. I didn't, I didn't say you were wrong. Wow, so Kempo. Kempo. Kempo Marx. He was, he the, he was, he was he's the, a cousin. He's a cousin. He's the, the, the meta cousin. Metin cousin. Metin cousin. Metan. Because oh. the world is meta. I know. and they Yes, I know. And they call themselves Metans. Metans. Matei, we're on the planet. Do they pronounce the planet Matei? Sure. Anyways, um, Kempo. Kempo. Anyway, so, uh, so she goes off to like watch some Marx Brothers comedy, it, whatever. Pretty much, and then we're back at the security detail where uh, Shade's supposed She's to, meet to watch up. Dark Duck Soup. Duck Soup, yes. Uh, that's a callback to our very first podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is. Never, haven't seen it that we did two, two, three episodes of. <laughs> Four? Did we do four? No, I think we only made it to three. Oh yeah, it was hard. We were talking about movies we'd never seen, but everybody said we were supposed to. And I, Duck Soup was actually one that we did. Yeah, we did Duck Soup. I mean, it was a really hard podcast to get through, just in general. Not like this one. This one's easy. <laughs> Not for the listener. <laughs> so we've been talking about the almost twenty minutes worth of Shade the Changing Man from nineteen seventy six, but more than. We have spent more time. This is the thing. No one has talked this much about Shade the Changing. No man. one has talked. So some of the issues we talked about. Nobody has talked about that more than us. I think we were holding the record. <laughs> like it's it's ridiculous. I, I just I mean like no like had you know had in ninety or whatever these books were written and somebody be like man I hope somebody talks about this yeah. yeah like this you know talks about this more than twenty minutes it's like well we're doing it yeah so. Yeah, you know, we're we're making you proud. At There's, least this version of Shade, not like the Vertigo version. Not the Vertigo version or the New Fifty Two version, because yeah, yeah. you did show up in New Fifty Two. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, so he sucked then too. <laughs> at least in the New Fifty Two. Yeah. So he, um, anyway, so we're back at that security building. Yeah. Or the security building where Meta or, or Shade's supposed to meet with Majan, and yeah. he uh, cloaks in there, and it's funny because cloaks kind of like. First of all, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, is that supposed to be a person? It is like, I'm like, how is he? Like, is he just literally just a bunch of shapes flopping around? Yeah. Like, how? I guess it's a person. But everybody else looks like a person. Why is he the only one on the planet who's like just a bunch of shapes? So he sees, he sees like just security guards walk around. He's like, ha ha, the security guards walk right by me. Ha ha. He's just like laughing. Like, this is like. No, but I'm like, your name is Cloak. Like, you shouldn't be surprised. Like you should. Why are you spending all this time just thinking about how great? You yeah, know, that's like, all he does is he has thought bubbles. He's 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 a little uh, ridiculous. So she flies in, flies in, and he's hanging out. He surprises. Uh, <coughs> let's just jump through this because okay. So his girl, so his lady friend. She's trying to figure that shit out with Kempo. Yeah, la- la- ladies, wa- lady, lady friends watching. Um, Duck soup. Duck soup, and she realizes that Kempo is actually Emp, uh, uh, Lieutenant Emp or something, yeah. who is Shade's reporting officer, and he kind of... He's like, wait a second, oh, wait, something's going on with that. So she, like, makes a connection. Makes a connection. And Cloak shows up in... Mijan's uh, office. Mijan's office, and so the Shade at the same time. Yeah, and Shade's trying to sh- shake this guy down, and Cloak's like, ha, two for the price of one. Uh, and he already knows that it's Shade, even though he can't see his face. I don't know. Yeah. And so Cloak starts attacking them. And he has some sort of, like, electro-shocky things. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some sort of, like, because uh, he wants, basically, Mahjong to, like, 
clear his name, clear no, no, shades. No, not shade doesn't have shocky things. We're talking about cloak. I know, but I'm saying clear. Oh, cloak. Yeah. I'm just explaining. Like, oh. so shade wants Bajan to clear his name on tape, but cloak is there to kill both of them. So cloak shoots both of them with some sort of electric charge. Yeah, <laughs> and it kills Bajan. Kills Bajan, but uh, Shade wearing his stupid helmet lives. Lives. Yeah. And and then Cloak leaves for some reason. Well, they. F- How the hell is he fighting him? It's just That's like, the thing. He's like, oh, I can't see you, but I can feel you. Which actually, this kind of ties into our next comic book too. Oh yeah. Surprisingly, uh, and so they like fight, and then something happens. What happens here? Where he- An alarm goes off. Oh, is that why he? Re- if no one can see him, why did he leave? I don't know how you can see him here. Well, that's the he can't. He says, I can't, I feel you. Isn't that what he says? Uh, anything I can feel, I can hit. Yeah, that's the thing. So he's like, well, I'm going to fight you anyway because I can feel you. So I'm going to hit you. But then the alarm goes off and Cloak's like, oh no, someone might see me even though I'm invisible. And I haven't spoken out loud. And he leaves. Well, he can, he can leave anyways, because basically, you know, if somebody shows up and starts shooting, yeah. you know, he might get hit. So, yeah. yeah. Well, there's also, where's, this is one of my favorite parts up here, is this, this, uh, Cloak is thinking, he says, he's protected by a force field, but now that his helmet's off, my electro pads will fly, fry his brain. Isn't that funny? Ha ha ha. Not that funny, bro. <laughs> I, was like, oh, I don't know if that's funny. But... Why is he thinking that? It's not like he's saying like it's funny. Like he's just like he's like he's just just he's just running through material in his own head. Yeah, yeah, he's working on his act. <laughs> it's like this is gonna go into my type five. I'm gonna do my type five, my five brains. All right. <laughs> Can't wait to get to the Medan open mic after this <laughs> at the uh, at the Medan Chuckle Hut. <laughs> Medan Chuckle Hut. So. Cloak leaves, and Shade, who has the worst fucking timing... Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, no, you're dead. Now I have no evidence. And, of course, who walks in to find him crouched over a dead body? But his... But his girlfriend. Yeah. Well, yeah, Who already caught him, she thinks, blowing up her parents. Yeah. And this girl's like, you killed him! You killed this guy! Now you killed my parents! And... She really jumps to conclusions. Oh, yeah. She She really does. Yeah, so he... uh, She's not the best at this. (laughs) So he starts zip-zapping around the building. They're trying yeah, to grab out. him. And, like, all these people are trying to get him. Yeah. And so he's, like, you know, wandering around. And then, like, Bali, bald dude, is just well, like, it's, ah! fun- it's funny because this, yeah, this girl's just like, vengeance! But yeah, I don't really know why she wants vengeance. It's, uh, it's still, I'm a little confused. Because now she kill, he kill, he, now he's just killing people. And she's like, he's telling everybody we have to stop him. And then Bali uh, um, is like... Um, yeah, so basically, I don't know, he says, thanks to Shade, our fellow crime stars will be soon back among us, because, oh, because they're thinning out the security, that's right, because they're in the, he was in the, the, the building where all the crime, the crime people are, Yeah. and now they're all looking for him, because apparently, you know, they only have, you know, the whole police force, he's looked for this one guy, yep. I mean, he's fucking up pretty bad, so, understandably, Yeah. but, uh. And, yeah, and we leave with Shade. He's stuck in a tree. Yeah, he's hiding in a pink plant. Pink tree. He's in a Nobody pink will find me in this pink tree. No. And, and so he's uh, like, oh, no, how am I ever going to get out of this tree? And that's it. That's it. For Shade the Changing Man number three from November, October, November 1977. Yes. Um, and this, play, this actually, the, the letters page in this comic book is called The Metazone. 
Mm-hmm. Serious messages to the Meta Zone. Which I think is kind of fun. Meta. Sadly, this does not feature Meta World Peace. Oh. Kind of upset about that. What would like to for him to show up here? Um. And uh, oh, this is actually as fun. Did you read this bit here? No. And the they have like you know this is back when they used to have kind of like a bullpen. Well, they have they always had they've always had this, but like in the kind of like the the bullpen section. Um, not the letters page, but the bullpen section of DC here is talking about stuff that's coming up in Superman 316. Metallo's back, but is he the cause of the heart attack that crippled Superman? <laughs> oh, I don't know. But then you get into a little section here for Lola's comic, Lola Barnett's comic world. I don't know who she is. Um, apparently she's an insider. She is uh, telling us that Richard Dragon, Kung Fu Fighter, and Isis will be canceled. Um, and then apparently she's announcing how Julius Schwartz has lined up a symposium of the people who've worked on Superman over the years, and it'll appear in the Superman annual out next month. The topic, should Superman marry Lois Lane? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I bet that went swimmingly. Uh, I bet it was a bunch of like, yeah, he needs somebody to make him a sandwich, or whatever. Because it's the 70s, and he's, let's get a bunch of old men. To talk about if Superman should get married. Mm-hmm. So that's... Uh, you should. Sh- yeah. So that's Shade the Changing Man. That's a weird comic. It's a weird comic. Would you read the next issue of this? <sighs> um... Sure, what the hell. Yeah. Yeah, why not? I mean, like I said, I don't really understand what the fuck Shade is all about. Maybe I would understand if I read more. Well, the good thing about this series, because I, I would probably read it too. I might yeah. even have it. Actually, I don't think I don't. I think I have the first one and I have this one. But there's only like six issues. Yeah, so it's not long. Because this, this came around the DC time of the DC implosion. Uh, so it was kind of like a thing where it was like, ah, you know what? Nobody really cares about this book anyway, so right. we'll just get rid of it. Right. But, you know, and Shade went on to show up on other stuff, so. Yeah, so I don't know. I'd check it out. Sure. Um, if anything to know or understand more about his big face. Like, I just, I don't, because he doesn't really use that in this No, part. he only uses his big hands. He only uses his so big, big force field hands, but he doesn't. having the big face. Yeah, and they're like, it's like, I'm like, I want to see that actually happen so people can be like, oh, big face, you yeah. know, and see how that, see how it actually works. Like, I like, I like, I like when I get to see things. Yeah. That's my goal in life. Like, with see stuff? Just anything in general? Oh, look at that. A blue car. <laughs> that dog has a puffy tail. How much more can we go with these Simpsons jokes? Probably all day. Oh my god, forever. Forever. There's all there's always an appropriate Simpsons joke. There is. Alright, that's Shade. We'll be back. Okay, we're back here on the Worst Collection Ever, here on Sideshow Network. Uh, we are back with yet another selection from our books, yep. and uh, this is our Marvel selection. It is Thunderstrike oh, number 12 from uh, September 1994. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you not familiar with Thunderstrike, he is a guy who helped Thor once. He's Discount Thor. He's Discount Thor. <laughs> Basically, that's what he is. He's discount Thor. His his origin, which probably if you if you watch comic, I don't want to feel. I feel like I'm talking down to people when I say, "Here's the origin of this character." It's well, like, I don't know the origin of this character, but I get to explain me. it to you, so it's fun. Yeah, 
Tell me about it. Because my... Okay, can I guess? Go. Thor took a shit. <laughs> and it, 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 it fell down from Asgard, and it hit that guy in the face. And it gave him knockoff Thor powers. How close am I? <laughs> yes? <laughs> Asgardian toilet malfunction. Yeah, that Thor. was the Asgardian toilet. Uh, mal- it overflowed. <laughs> and it landed on... Too much mead. <laughs> and it landed on this poor Too much club. yak meat. It landed on this poor slub, and now he has discount Thor powers. He has Poor him. Yeah. Um, no. Mm, yeah, that's a shame. Basically what happened was, Eric Masterson is an architect, and he, I don't know exactly how it happened, but he helped Thor, he, he grabbed Thor's hammer when Thor, somehow. Yeah, and he was, was worthy. He was worthy, apparently, and he was able to help Thor. Uh-huh. And... He got injured during this, so Thor said, hey, can I merge with this guy to make sure he lives? And, he, you know, that's what he does, and somehow, I don't know, I, yeah, I, just recalling from what I read, but basically, you know, eventually something happens where he is able to get, you know, Odin, he convinced Odin to be like, hey, this guy's pretty cool, you should kind of, like, make him into, like, a mini-me. Mm. You know, instead of giving him a hammer, give him a mace mm-hmm. called Thunderstrike. Mm. And basically it works the same way as Thor does when he's in his civilian identity. Because when he's, he's Eric Masterson uh, guy, uh, architect guy, mm. but when he taps his stick, he becomes Thunderstrike. becomes Thunderstrike and he grows a sweet Chris Helmsworth beard. I really and like- he gets an earring! Look at that! I like my origin story better. <laughs> I think it's much more involved uh, and interesting. Now I can't unsee that earring. Yeah, I never noticed it before. Thanks but now, a lot. But now, now, now that I've... Thanks I'm, a lot. Like, <laughs> now we all have to look at it. Now him. it's here. We have to look come- at his one lightning bolt earring <sighs> like he's in a fucking 80s hair metal band. He might as well be. So but He's going on tour with uh, Firehouse this month. <laughs> So he uh, he's having a bad day. Apparently he's having a bad day. That's he has lots of bad days. On. He's having a bad day because he's standing look at this building that has a big old white swirl on it. it has a big old white swirl on it. Now here's the thing though, because apparently it's like, oh no, this white swirl means it's, it's been blotted out. But it just looks like a big paint of white. Yeah, it just looks like some of I mean, I... I was contemplating the ridiculousness of this villain, but we'll talk about that when we get there. Yeah. So it looks like there's a big white swirl, and he's like, oh, it's been blotted out. And you're like, no, you can't see through it. It just has white paint on it. Yeah. But I guess, like, maybe the comic book in, in their universe, you can see through it. I don't know, whatever. They're like, hey, we'll totally save on color this month. Yeah, oh, yeah, they were thrilled to make this, this villain a thing, uh, and really pissed off that it didn't work very well, because think of all the money they could have saved. <laughs> and so... He, He's like, I'm going to go fly off with my mace and go see what's going on, but I'm sorry. I have a problem with him referring to this as a mace. Now, I realize there are different kinds of maces. <laughs> yeah. Usually they have some sort of spiky thing on them or like They're attached flange, to chain. like a flange thing. Because I already Googled these and they always have like some sort of like blady spike flangey thing. That just looks like another fucking hammer. 
It does. It looks like a mallet more of anything. Like a more, if you want to call something mallet. a mace, you get me a fucking blade, sticky outy, or some spikes on that thing. Nah. Or, or you know, spikes or get the fuck out, basically. Nah. Boo. Boo worms. So we go inside. We go inside to this building and base. And the cops are like, hey man, uh, villain guy, stop trying to threaten everybody or we'll have to kill you. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm trying to threaten everybody. I want you all dead. And the cops are like, oh. And then they get, like, whited out. They get whited out, and they're like, where'd our bodies go? But their bodies are still there, because apparently yeah. you can get whited out, but you can still feel it. So basically it's it just, just looks... like, And I think they explain it later, but, like, you don't really get whited out. It's right. just, it's an optical illusion. Yeah. Basically. You're still there, though. Everything is still there. It just doesn't look like you're there. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't go to another dimension. It's basically just a camouflage of sorts. So basically, he shoots you with with the uh, he's, he's just shooting people with white paint. Pretty much. You know, it's just that's just what he is. He's shooting people with white paint. That's really good white paint. Yeah. So he like walk. He's trying to get to the CEO of this. I guess it's an airline. So he's, yeah. So basically, what happens is he's this guy yeah. who is a his name is White Out. Yeah. With a Y. Yeah, because that's how he spells his last name. Especially he spells his last name, and also it's the 90s. Right. So, you know, and extreme. I, I had to think, he calls himself Whiteout, which is why, obviously, haha, he's making people get whited out. But I had to think that, like, of the very specific time period that this villain could exist in. Because he can't exist before Whiteout is invented. Yeah. Obviously. And really, if you made him today, he'd be kind of pointless because barely anybody uses Whiteout anymore. Yeah. Since things are all on our computers It's all and digitally stuff. processed. So it, it, this is a, he's a weird, it's just, and not only that, but it's really a dumb concept for a villain. Well, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, it is a, it's a moment, I suppose. It, he's a man of his time. Yes, he is. And he basically looks like a color, color, uh, a whited out Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, kind with of. With like. A, a, a clunky outfit. Yeah. And lots of pouches. He has pouches. Oh, man. Well, it's the 90s. Look at those pouches. It's the 90s. Gotta have He has, like, pouches. giant saddlebags. Where else is he gonna put the white out? So, he goes to this, uh, he's at Skyways Express, which is, like... An airline. An airline. And, basically, the story is this guy, uh, you know, was a war- he's a government operative, yep. or government, like, scientist or something, yeah. and he's creating myth camouflage. And he decided to treat his family, just his family, not him. Yeah, he's not going. His family to go to Disneyland or oh. whatever. Disney World. Yep. And, and the plane goes down. And the plane goes down. And he blames the brass in yeah. charge of this airline company for that. Because, you know, it's because even though he says, he's like, oh, it was pilot error, but the pilot's dead, so I'm going to kill right. everybody here. Right. I got to blame somebody. Got to blame somebody. And I'm going to use my stupid suit to do it. Yeah. And the... So Thunderstrike shows up and he's like... Because, like, this this guy walks into the, the brass, like, CEO's office. And he's like, you're going to pay for this thing that went down three years ago. And the guy's like, I've only been here, like, a year and a half. Like, I wasn't even here when that happened. And Thunderstrike's like, you heard the man. Like, you know, don't hurt him or whatever. And this guy's like, you know, white out's like, family! And... Apparently, and he's like, you wouldn't understand what it's like to lose the people that you love. And then, like, of course, Thunderstrike has, like, a flashback. Uh, before we get to that earring. 
Um, <laughs> he has a flashback. I can't unsee it. No, I know. So basically, he flashes back to like having lunch with, I guess, his ex-wife, who's dressed like Madonna from the music video. <laughs> so it's not music she, video, but the music video music. She's dressed like, but, but all red. Yeah. She's little people, but yeah. yeah, she looks like Madonna in that video. She's dressed like literally in all red, like she's all a red, red cowboy like fucking hat, red gloves, red gloves. Red, she's a blonde. It's just yeah, it's it's yeah. it's a lot. Yeah, and she's like my. I guess she's dating a baseball player or somebody, some sports player, because he's getting traded. You make it. You make it traded from New York because they're in New York. To you make somewhere it, in L.A. You make it traded to the West Coast to yeah. L.A. And they're like, and she's gonna take the kid. And he's like, you can't take the kid. And she's like, well, I can. You know, I'm married to this guy and I have full custody, whatever. So then we're back in the office and... He uh, does get... So So Whiteout, White Out waits out. Waits him out. Waits him out. Waits out. Thunderstrike. And basically, though, White Out is able to... Or Thunderstrike is able to kind of figure out because you can't, you can't see his... Um, is you can't see Thunderstrike's arm, but no. he knows it's there because he right, can feel cause it. Right, because he says, "I can still feel my mace gripped within my left hand." So this guy knows that he these parts of his body aren't gone. So this is funny. So this is what gets really stupid in the rest of the book. Well, here, here's the funny thing. So that's actually a pretty smart deduction. Yeah. Now in the Marvel Wiki, his you know that has a I'm not for, I don't know what the rating system is like, or what what the scale is, mm-hmm. but his intelligence is listed at a two. 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 But that's pretty smart. He's I an don't, architect. Don't you have he's to be archi- smart to be an architect? Yeah. I don't know. Is two supposed to be high? I don't know. I don't know how it works. Is he's an honest? architect. He's an architect. Yeah. No kidding. I mean, like George Costanza wishes, wishes he was him. George Costanza wishes he was a uh, 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 strike man. Yeah. With his earrings. Yeah. Um, so anyway. So man, he, that'd be great. Why doesn't George Costanza have one of those earrings? If he just, that would have made Seinfeld just a completely different show. Wasn't was that an episode where so did, did they never do an episode where somebody just showed up with an earring and they're like, you got an earring? What you got an earring? Jerry, I don't know, I got an earring. Uh, uh, <laughs> hello, uh, Jerry, you have an earring. Yeah, like that's my that was my that was my one man Seinfeld show. It right was great, babe. It was really really good. I, I don't know how to do Elaine. Oh, is he, he he's earring worthy? <laughs> there we go. There's Elaine. Oh, fun fact about that sponge worthy episode because, as you know, I reviewed the Gilmore Girls. It has Bob Odenkirk in it. Yes. Besides that, the sponge worthy, where she's trying to de- decide if that one guy is sponge worthy, is actually the guy who plays Luke on Gilmore Girls. Who? But Bob Odenkirk? No, 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 no. The the one of the guys she's trying to figure out if he's sponge worthy. Oh, oh yeah, no, no. he's in that episode, and then Lauren Graham plays a Seinfeld love interest, like, another time. Really? Yep. He's had a lot of chicks. These fun things that I've learned. Well, well, how about that? Yeah, anyway, so he gets right whited out, and so he's like, I'm going to punch this guy in the face. So he does. He, he tries to jump through. Like, you try, he misses. Oh, he misses. And falls he through a, a building. Well, that's what happens when you have a big fucking hammer that leads you everywhere. Oh, there's Eric again! <laughs> I, oh. I did not notice it. Oh, God, it's everywhere. So he like puts a big fucking crater in the because well, he's got he's got a big dense body like Thor. Yeah, yeah he's dense. Uh, he probably puts grooves into furniture when he sits on them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem I have. <laughs> and he's just very dense. And so he's saved from getting like a car, like a big old truck almost runs him over, and he's saved by a pink robot lady. Her name is Stellaris. And she's like, hey, Blondie. She calls him Blondie. 
and she's got these like ridiculous like bolt on tits. I know. It's like, <laughs> I like that. I like that the armor has to have. But it has to have per- tits. Perky like, breasts. Horrible tits too, because like. Because does she fit each breast? That's what in I'm there? trying to figure out. Like, how do you do that? Is it like putting your boobs into an ice cube tray? <laughs> I like, know. like indents, and you're just like. <laughs> shove, oh, shove. My, my, my breast is not fully into this ice cube tray. Yeah, like, how does that even work? I bet it's, like, sweaty in there. Oh. And, like, what if your cup size is much bigger than the armor? Oh, it's probably very uncomfortable. Yeah, that would be a pain. Anyway, so he, so she... So she's, like... She he's helps like, him out. She's and, like, oh, yeah, I saw that guy in the white suit fly away. He's like, why didn't you stop him? And he's like, well... Because I didn't want you to get run over by this car. And he's like, oh, well, that, that's a good point. It wouldn't matter, though, because the car would have just derailed on I, his face anyways. I was going to say, like, he's not going to die. So she's like, all right, He already well. fell from the fucking sky. Yeah. Yeah. And he lived. Like, he fell at least, like, 35 stories. Yeah. And he's fine. Yeah. So that little trailer truck wouldn't have hurt him at all. And so she's like, okay, well, uh, I'm out. Bye. And, and that's it. She just flies away. And she's flying away. Uh, blood axe. This guy's name is Blood Axe. Yeah. Blood Axe is pretty sweet. Blood Axe is pretty sweet. And there's actually a secret about this person. Yeah. I could reveal later on. All right. Well, later on. So Blood Axe is like watching this whole thing go down. And And then. then, So he goes back home and he goes back to his apartment. Where he lives with his lawyer? Yes. Yeah, he's a lawyer slash buddy. Slash she's a lawyer. Me. He's a he's a blonde. She's a black woman lawyer. He's a, a white blonde architect. architect. And they're looking for a third roommate. Third roommate. Yeah. And uh, you know he's vetching about his kid. His, his kid. He's like my son. And she's like, well, as your lawyer, I'll like look at the papers because you know she's like the trend might not happen. You know, like this is just a possibility. Especially apparently this guy did really shitty last year too. Sports. Oh, whatever. Yeah, try, trying to reason with sports, which is like, yeah, all right, just, yeah. just get up, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so she's like, okay, I got to go to you know dinner with so and so, but I'll be back later. And he's like, and he's like, you know, he's just kind of having, he's stressed out. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? I'm gonna call this girl that I think I like and see if she wants to go out with me. And she doesn't because she's watching the Flintstones. This, this, which is fantastic. Yeah, I love this. And she ices him. Well, there's a reason why. Yeah. I know why. Okay. Um, unfortunately, it has nothing to do with her wanting to watch the Flintstones. Yeah, but that's what it should be. But that's what you you would infer that as. Yeah, if you she's watching the first Flintstones. A, a color palette swapped Flintstones, by the way, because for some reason, Fred, instead of having an orange yeah, he's outfit, yellow. He's, he's banana yellow. and uh, Barney is orange. Barney is orange. Yeah. And it's just like, for some reason, it's just a random Flintstones. I always thought my dad kind of looks like Fred Flintstone. He does. Yeah. So, yeah, but, like, I like to think that there was, like, a really great, great Flintstones marathon on, and she's, like, a huge Flintstones fangirl. She's like, yabba dabba, no. Yeah, so she's like, can't go out, bro. Yeah, so she was like, she's like, she call her you? kitchen is, like, a, a bird garbage disposal who's thinking, like, it's a living. Not getting late tonight. <laughs> but, yeah, she's like, I already have plans. Maybe I'll give you a call, which, ouch, because girls never call guys. Unless if like they're actually like, I've got guys. The rare instance I've never. I've got guys. The, the, when you when you what when to call them on a date to be like you know if if you were in a situation where a guy called you and you're like you, you're like hey I got plans but I'll call you next week would you actually call that guy back? I would text him. 
Okay, but say this is before. It's the nineties. Oh yeah. Well, no, probably. If I said I'll call you like later, and I actually really like that guy, and I wanted to like connect, and I told him I'd call, I would call. That's if you really liked him. I don't, you know, obvious for, for and for obvious okay. reasons, as we find out later in the series, there's a reason why she doesn't call I him back because she's instead staying for the Simpsons. However, this does know. feel like the story of my life. Uh, well, pre pre meeting you. Well, no, no one ever called me really, so I never had the opportunity <laughs> to like. Tell them I'd call them back <laughs> at different times. Uh, so. <laughs> I've had, I've had, I've had many, I've had many excuses in my life. Told me I've had girls tell me that they have to watch TV then go out. Uh, did any of them ever say that they have to watch the Flintstones? No, usually it was like friends or friends. Another, yeah, friend. One was friends. Another one was uh, uh, Jordan's Crossing. Oh my god, that was a show. Yeah, that was a show, and I got, I got, I got freezed out for that. Well. You know, if you, eh. is that really a bad thing? Why? I was trying to. I mean, well, I mean, not. I mean, we're here now. Well, now I know, but like back in the day, like, did you really want to date somebody who likes Jordan's Crossing? I didn't have an opinion about the show either way. Okay, it wasn't like she was watching like, you know, uh, you know, if this was like you know Big Bang Theory, I guess I'd probably be okay with that. Yeah. Nah. To each their own. I mean, yeah, I guess. I'm just saying, like, I just did the principle of it. Maybe very embarrassed I, as a I young understand. man. I, well, I can tell you that there was time where there was a guy that I did like, and he was like, "Hey, you should call me at X time," and I did. And then he was like, "I have to go. I'll call you back later," and he never called me back. Yeah, that would happen to me a lot. Too. That happened to me too. Yeah, yeah. That's so, why we're together. Yeah, we both called at the right time, <laughs> and we were like, "Hey, you answer the phone." Uh, you you were actually more happy that I showed up on time. Yes. To our, yes. our first date. Yes. <laughs> How great are you? <laughs> you know, it was really funny because that was late for me. Because usually I'm early. Oh, you're on time? No. Anyway, this is very fascinating for everybody. Yeah, life. please, everybody, uh, be, be very excited for this. And anyway, it just happens that uh, uh, Eric... Oh, he was also watching Watching Flintstones, Flintstones too. Yeah, and then he like changes over from the Flintstones to the news, like an adult. Well, <laughs> uh, oh, he has a kid. Yeah, the movie kid was just constantly watching Flintstones. Fair enough. And so he, the Flintstones are huge faces. Yeah, and they're like something's going on at the airport. It's like a big white dome over it. Well, and no, they just say it's a meteorological phenomenon. He's like, well, planes uh, and my wife. Ex-wife, uh, it's probably something to do with all the shit that I'm dealing with. So I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. So he does. And Whiteout has whited out a big... He's constantly like, because so, so, it comes out of his armor, I feel like. Yeah, I guess. And he just kind of radiates into like, this big bubble. And it's like this big white shroud that's kind of just like keeping everything out of existence. I you guess, know? yeah. And, uh... Yeah. Wouldn't if something, like, if there was nothing, wouldn't it just be black? Well, no, it's just white. I know, I know, but he's saying, like, oh, it's been, like, whited out of existence, like, I don't know. Was it, was I it, guess that's a question, like, if if, so if, 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 if the Earth's ceased to exist, right. would there be a big white spot where we used to be, or just black spot or just a bunch of big fucking debris or just be a bunch of debris because the earth would explode yeah that's probably more like right but here's the thing so we so if this were happened to us like right now we would just see white in front of our face we wouldn't be able to see anything our eyes would just see white 
even though our, everything is still here, like this comic book I'm holding right but now. But I would still, still be able to see white. But you just see white. Like, everything so, just be as white as, like, this picture. I know. This bubble. Shouldn't it be black? No, it's white. No, I know, but I'm saying, like, if you were to pick a color to represent nothingness, what color would you pick? White or black? But the guy's name is not I don't, black out. I don't it's, care. It's white out I'm with my, a Y. I'm saying that if I were to pick a color to represent nothingness, it's not going to be white. It doesn't matter what he's color. I'm talking about this. It doesn't matter. Why? I just feel that it was the wrong color choice. No, you're right. I, 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 <laughs> I'm just saying it doesn't matter, though, because I realize guy, it doesn't matter. They needed a villain with, with an extreme-sounding name. I know. And so they could all, yeah, I get it. White out. <laughs> White out. White. White. So there's this, like, a plane, like, yeah. trying to taxi... And they just like go into the white thing, and they're like, "Oh my god, all I see is white." Oh wait, except this one dude, he must be like part of the ground crew heading yeah, towards him. Of course he is, sure. And yeah. then they're like, "Oh my god, what happened to our plane? It's all gone." What happened to our passengers? Even though you can still see the pa- still see these people, right? And so then uh, Thunderstrike throws his mace hammer at Whiteout, right. Throws it and then... Which I guess that saves the pilot, because we never hear anything else from the pilot or the plane. Well, they're again. still sitting in this plane. Yeah, so they're fine. <coughs> right. Eh. But, so he's... Uh, so yeah, so he throws, like, flash bombs, and then, you know, and then uh, his ex-wife, Madonna. you know, and her Madonna. Yeah, she does look like Madonna, actually. She looks like Madonna. She looks just like Madonna, yep. but just all red. From music. Music brings a yeah. Remember yeah. what's his face? Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's in that video. Yes, he is. He's their limo driver. Is Ali G is their limo driver? Yeah. Yeah. And that was a thing. Those are good times back then. Yep. Anyway, uh, unlike this time. No. So this, like, this, I I don't know who this burly fuck is. Is that her boyfriend? That's the boyfriend. That's the football baseball player. Football baseball guy. He's Mark Gastonow from New York Jets. Okay. He's just a burly. He's got a mullet and he's burly. He has a football player, so he has a football oh, on his arm. A, oh, I see. There's a football on his jacket. Ugh. And so... Oh, I haven't been looking for his earring. Oh, well, good. Stop looking for his stupid earring. <laughs> it upsets you when you see it. <laughs> so... Oh, it'll come back. Don't worry. So he's... Um, okay. So he kind of gets... So, so after he got flash bulbs thrown in his eyes by Whiteout, yeah. he is... Ready to fight again, and Whiteout throws some sort of explosive thing yes. at the a plane. Because but here's the thing: they, I'm assuming a, that's the plane that they were just in front of. But here's my question: the other thing too is apparently, if you throw something or if you hit something, then like it comes back. Wait. Oh, I get it. So if you like, so hit he, something, it stops being all white, and you can see it again. Okay. So what happens here is he throws. Uh, some sort of explosive at this at this plane, and he knocks off one of the engines, and it falls on uh, it falls on uh, Thunderstrike. Yeah. And yeah, and he's all ah, ha, ha, betrayed. You betrayed. You know, Skyways betrayed me. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. He's got. I, I just I, here, okay. This is this sounds terrible, but like nope. it sucks. It. <laughs> No, nope. I already know it's not gonna sound terrible. Go on. It sucks that your family died, mm-hmm. but just going around being like, "It's like you guys did this on purpose." Nah, you know, I'll, you know, it's like 
dude, take him to court. Yeah, you know? that's, that's if kind that's of my your, point if you're here. If, you're, if that's a thing. That's what I don't understand. So I was thinking about that, too, because I'm like, all right, I'm really sorry that this happened to your family. Yeah, it's awful. But you know what doesn't make it better? Killing a whole shit ton of people who also have family who are now going to feel the same way you do. But he doesn't, he's like, I don't care about those people. Just be. And it's like, and like I don't, how I don't fucking know. narrow-minded and short-sighted can you be? Because, like, you're killing, like, there's a bunch of innocent people on this plane that you're, like, trying to explode. Who have, who might be children, who have fathers and mothers and shit, and you're like, fuck them, ha ha, I, I want vengeance. And I'm like, how does killing a shit ton of people give you, make you feel better? Yeah. Like, get some counseling, bro. Well, no, well, but that did not, uh, and so, the case. so, uh, Strikey Guy gets... <gasps> there it is again! The ear- his earring does oh. not get whited out. His earring does not get whited out. His entire it's, body does, uh, but not his, his head, like, his head is just floating, like, on a panel. Yeah, he gets whited. And he's like, I don't exist, and this is what also it's just like a, it's, me. It's, it's a, what? Well, this bothered me, because he's like, oh my god, I don't exist, my body is gone. And I'm like, you already determined, like, on page four of this book. Yes. That you could feel everything, so you knew that you were you still existed, even if you couldn't see yourself. Right. But here we are now with, I don't exist. I'm like, did you forget? Maybe, did maybe, you maybe. Did forget what happened last time you fought this guy? Maybe it is appropriate that his intelligence is only two. Yeah. Because this guy's an idiot. And then he, like, falls down, or at least his head falls. Well, his body falls. Right. And so that's the thing. He's like, oh, it's just an optical illusion. I have to reorient myself. And I'm like, so you standing on the ground, feet on the ground, which you can still feel, you still couldn't fucking tell that the ground was below you. Right. And the sky was above you. You had to fall to the ground and go, okay, this is down. If I lay on my back and point my stupid hammer thing up in the air, I can... Like, stop his powers with my magical hammer mace thing. Right. This guy's dumb. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, right. yeah. 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 So, so, so uh, intelligence st- too. Yes. The stupidest architect. The stupidest architect. <laughs> That'd be a great miniseries. <sighs> Marvels. The stupidest architect. The stupidest architect. Could, yeah. we, could, that be, could that be like Simon Pegg doing that? It's like, I forgot about this. I'm just. <laughs> I'm dumb. Anyways, so he uses uh, his mace to call upon to some ka-pua- lightning. Wait, to Pawakapoom. Pawakapoom! And, yeah, so he lightnings it. Lightnings up the, the this dome of whiteness. It shorts out white, uh, white Out's deal. Yeah. He, uh, sh- White Out goes to shoot him with his stun gun. Which he has, like, smashes. Which, uh... Which leads to my favorite panel of the book. Oh. You want to read that? Yeah, so he smashes the panel, and then Thunderstrike says, Please stop threatening me. I'm tired of smashing things. And I'm like, yeah, same. That's and how his, I feel. And his ear, as his earring's flapping in the wind. Yeah, his earring, like, flappy flies. <sighs> I can't unsee it. I know, he. it's kind of like uh, like the Misfits from Gem and the Holograms would really like <laughs> yeah. it. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like a lightning bolt. Oh, you can even see it here. When the, so oh this, yeah, so like he, okay, okay. he gives this guy a speech, like a rousing speech here, as 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 poor whiteout is all like curl up in a ball. He's like, I lost my job, I lost a family, I can't concentrate on my career now because uh, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm sad. distraught, I'm sad. I need to see a fucking counselor, but instead I decided to kill a bunch of people. I'm cool. Anyway, continue. And you know, Mister, uh, you know, Thunderstrike 
is like, oh, well, you know, no one said life is easy, you know. And he's basically giving like, you know, it's like the speech from Rocky Four. Yeah. If you can change, I can change. We can all change, whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so they just kind of. He's like, and, and I guess it says like, there's a little narrow, little box there that says like, oh, he looked up. He was gonna give, you know, yeah. He looks, the guy looks up, and he could, you could see that there's some compassion or and whatever. There's hope in his eyes, like he thinks, like things will get better. Find a way to, you know, I like, I like that's the strikey. Is like no one ever said life is easy, and it certainly isn't fair. But you owe it to yourself and the memory of your family to find the way to live the fullest life you can. Yeah. And just about before this guy goes, you know what? You're right. Um, he gets murdered. Yep. By. Death Axe. Yeah. But blood, oh, sorry. Blood Axe. Blood Axe. Death Axe is good. Death uh, Axe. Blood Axe is better. So he just, like, chop, like chops him right in half. Does he chop him or does he shoot him with, like, his, 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 his something off of his so axe? So is his axe, it looks like an axe, but it's really, like, a laser gun. Well, so it's just, it's an axe. It's like Thor <laughs> can shoot lightning out of his axe. Or of his hammer. <laughs> that just defeats the purpose of an axe. Like, if your axe can shoot lasers out of it, why just... Not have it be like a, you know, like a round thing. Why does it have to be an axe? I mean, yeah. axes are cool. Well, this guy gets killed because fuck this guy. Well, yeah, fuck, fuck that guy. Fuck anyway. White out, and there's and then there's his earring again. There's mm-hmm. death stri- or blood thunder strikes earring. Yeah. Um, and you know, and he's like, what the hell? Um, yeah. What the hell, blood axe? And he and- calls. But this is my fa- this was my favorite thing because he calls him a cancer. Uh, he says, "Blood axe, you're a cancer." And I would have to say that had, when you had cancer, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, that had the mass in your chest come back looking like blood axe, Ooh. that would have been kind of fucking cool. Yeah, it, was, it was a skull? Yeah, well, no, if it was just like a dude holding a big old fucking axe with like spikes on his shoulders, we'd be like, well, that's actually kind of awesome. How horrible, but how awesome would it would have been <laughs> if I would have gotten like scans and they're like... Okay, this is what your your mask looks like, and it looks like a fucking skull. No, not just a skull, but like a dude wearing like skull knee pads. No, no, no I understand, but I'm saying just in general, if it you was know, a that skull, would, that would have been terrifying. It, it would have been terrifying, or, or maybe it really would have been the conjoined twin, because that's what I was cheering for. <laughs> when we found out there was a mask, I was like, conjoined twin. You know, please let it be a twin that you absorbed in the womb and no one ever knew about. But alas, it was not. I was kind of bummed out about that. Oh, me too. <laughs> I was, I was, wasn't so much bummed about having a flight threatening disease, but more about not having a conjoined twin, not having a conjoined twin to my body. Yeah, that was, a, <laughs> that was, that was, that was some bullshit. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so he's like, "I'm gonna fight you, blood axe." That was very awkward of you to bring that up, but I appreciate I'm it. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you thought it just was like, "Hey, what if what if all cancer looked like blood axe?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, sadness. I'm sorry, would you like to cut that? No, okay. we're going to leave this all in. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing so much, but it feels good. Well, it's gallows humor. It's what? Gallows humor. Who's gallows? No, no, it's, it's called gallows humor. It's when you joke about... Things that are sad and, and depressing and, and, and stuff. I think that's in my entire ovoir. Well, yeah, that, that's ovoir. all. That, that's Over. A lot of people do it. But anyways, so, so yeah, so he's like, so, I'm gonna fight you, and he like goes to jump on him, but for some reason, like Blood Axe has like a, a 
portal thing. And he phases away. And he just disappears. Yeah. So that's it for Bloodhounds. Yeah. And then we go back to the apartment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he's got to meet, like, the new roommate. Right. And his lawyer woman she's, friend. She's like, oh, hey, where are With you? the highest 90s pants ever. Oh, yeah. she got mom jeans. Mom jeans. I think it's, I think it's Michelle Obama. <laughs> it's Michelle Obama in mom jeans? Yeah. What's yeah. the 90s? It could be her. Sure. I think it's her. Uh, yeah, she was in a comic book for a while. Obama. Yeah, Obama, Obama did you wait for was in a comic book? <laughs> yes. I don't know. Uh, she says something like, mm-hmm. oh, lighten up. Like, she gives him kind of the same version of the speech that he gave to Whiteout. And he's like, that sounds familiar. Uh, I, I suspect that you're blood axe or whatever. And then she, then she. Oh, I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah. He's like, that sounds too familiar. And then she's like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, he's like, where have you been? She's like, what are you, my mother? Don't worry about it. Here, I'm going to get the phone, uh, the door. And he's like, oh, I, I must be so tired. I'm assuming that this, you know, everybody's against me. Where I'm assuming she's blood axe at this point. Um, and so the door opens. And who should walk in is their new roommate. But Bike Shorts McGee. <laughs> That's her name. Uh, or... Stellaris. Yeah, and she's just not wearing armor this time. She's literally wearing bike shorts and a fucking sports bra. She's and, dressed. She's and dressed like so nineties. Gloves with no fingers for no reason. Gloves for no reason. Yeah. Like she's dressed like and she's like magenta. Yeah. Color, you know, like her clothes are all magenta. Yeah. And uh, he's why does his shirt have a big fly on the back of well, it? Because he's got a he's wearing a shirt. Says Dead Fly Studio. Oh. Just wearing some somebody 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 paid to get their, uh, you know their production company in there, and he's like, "Sweet shirt, I won it at a trivia contest," um, so he wore it. So there you go. That's the end of this book. Yeah, that's it for Thunderstrike number. Oh, so you want me to tell me who Blood X is? Yeah. So it's so it's the girl that was watching the Flintstones. Oh, so it's not his roommate. No, apparently it's not. But you're supposed to. There's little hints. That are being dropped here and there about who it might be. I see. And eventually, and there's a, there's a big convoluted story as to why it's this woman, that woman. I don't even understand it. I've read it, and I read it before we got here, and I still don't get it. Okay, whatever. So but sh- that's who it is. Okay, great. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. No. Literally nobody cares. Uh, nobody cares. So would you read, what's, what's the issue number on this again? Thunderstrike number 12. From 1994? September 1994. Okay. So would you read the next Thunderstrike and his earring? I may because you have it. No, I don't. Yet. But <laughs> yet, uh, yet, yet I don't have it yet. But Luke Cage shows up. Oh, so well. that could be fun. My and uh, yeah, so it looks like it could be, it could be fun. I might, I might, I may read. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I don't think I'll go out my way to find it, but I may read it. Would you be able to read another one now that you've seen his earring? <sighs> well, see, now it's tough. Yeah, see. Because I would actually, it might be fun because I would just try to look for his earring constantly. <laughs> so like the Where's Waldo of this Yeah, now, now I need it's to go like, on my way to any time the Thunderstrike show up, I have to be like, I have to, I have to kind of make a scrapbook of his earring. Like get a pencil and circle all the instances of his earring. Maybe make a Tumblr. Make a Tumblr. Thunderstrike earring. Thunderstrike earring. I'll, I'll, it'll go along with other famous Tumblr ideas like Batman sitting. <laughs> and uh, Which uh, is a thing. And uh, my, yeah. So those are those are those are things that I and the superheroes eating. Yeah, those are you those love are, superheroes eating. Oh, and Wonder Man's mullet. Oh yeah, Wonder Man's thing. mullet. The length of his, uh, the, the consistent length of his mullet or inconsistent. Oh yeah, weren't we mullet. gonna make like also a tumbler for like uh, sweaters? 
Remember comics, guys wearing sweaters in comic books? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, because of the <coughs> porcupine. Yeah. And, okay. Sweaters. Yeah, so that's another, another tumbling. So um, so that's it for the show. This show, actually, I've been noticing, this show has been going much longer than I anticipate. I don't oh. know if that's a bad thing or a good thing, but you Sorry. guys seem to enjoy No, but I think people seem to enjoy it. I think people seem to enjoy it, actually. What, just over an hour? If you keep, yeah, if you keep it just over an hour, people enjoy it because it gives you a good time to ride it to work, to work, you know, you to, to, when you're at work and you're not changing through things, so... We hope you guys are digging it. We hope you guys are digging us getting into some more of this minutiae stuff. And really, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we do it every week for you guys. And uh, we do it for us, too, because we have so many shitty comics. And it's fun. And uh, we will be doing it live. Oh, at, yes, we will. At the uh, Los Angeles Kamikaze event. Yes. Here Stanley's Kamikaze. Stan, Stanley's Kamikaze uh, going on this Halloween weekend uh, at the L.A. Convention Center. Uh, we can finally announce the where and when of our panel, so we will be doing a live panel on Sunday, November 1st at 10 a.m. Yep. Uh, it's super early in the morning, and it's the day after Halloween, but bring your hangovers and let us nurse them. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, with hilarity and shitty comics. Shitty comics, and, you know, and then get, you can stick get around. Get some coffee. Stick around get for the... Donut. Stuck, stick around for the Sons of Anarchy reunion. Yeah, with, we're, like, uh, with nobody. With literally, like... Opie's like the biggest guy there, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but come, you know, grab a donut and a fucking Starbucks and come watch our panel. Come watch our panel. Uh, what's the room on that? Is the room is five eleven A B and C. Five eleven A B C at the Los Angeles Convention Center, eleven a.m. Ten a.m. Ten a.m. Sorry, ten a.m. Ten a.m. Pacific. Ten a.m. Pacific. Uh, in downtown LA, it's by the Staples Center. Yep, can't miss it. Can't miss it. Um, and our special guest will be none other than Mike Schmidt. Yes, of the uh, you know him from the Forty Old Boy podcast. You also know him from his many appearances on Comedy Film Nerds mm-hmm. and uh, Never Not Funny. Uh, he's a hilarious guy and uh, just a great dude. And he's he also wrote the uh, comic book movie chapter in uh, oh, the yeah. Comedy Film Nerds. Uh, guide to movies. Yes, it did. So uh, you could, um, you know, check that out too. But he'll be our guest, and we're going to be talking about some books, and yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be great. So you can find me on Twitter at Angry Hero Sean S H A W N. Also find me on Instagram at the same thing Angry Hero Sean S H A W N, as well as uh, the Tumblr, theangryhero.tumblr.com. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram jenstansfield.tumblr.com and jenstansfield.wordpress.com where I continue to review The Gilmore Girls and Gotham. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, that's been a thing <laughs> that's happening. <laughs> yeah, she's doing, we're doing, she's doing the Lord's work. I sure am. Uh, so, um, yeah. And that's, yeah, please go to sideshownetwork.tv and check out all the fine shows here on the Sideshow Network. So, uh, thank you folks for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Bye! Bye!